I get it. I know that some days you're just barely making it, but your heart longs to be fully alive again. What if you didn't have to feel overwhelmed or lonely or discouraged? What if you had a chance to come out from under all the responsibilities you shoulder and the demands placed on your day? You aren't stuck, you aren't buried, and you definitely aren't trapped. Life won't always be this way because you're powerful. You just need to be reminded and revived. I'm Becky Thompson, and you're listening to the Revived Motherhood Podcast. Hi, friend. Welcome back to the Revived Motherhood Podcast. I'm Becky Thompson. And if you've listened to any of the previous podcasts, you know that I like to start with a funny story, but I have so many stories today. I feel like I just need to jump right in to what we're going to talk about. Um, I don't want to waste any time. So I need to tell you about a conversation I had with God a few nights ago as I was falling asleep. Okay, I need to set this up. First of all, I was doing that thing, maybe you do it too, you're exhausted, but you just need a minute to yourself, so I was scrolling Instagram. And I don't just follow personal friends, I follow tons of different people. I follow interior designers, I follow actors, I follow actresses that I know are working in the Christian film industry, I follow other voices in Christian ministry, I follow other podcasters, I follow Joanna Gaines because of course. But as I scrolled and I watched their stories, I just kept thinking about all the things that they did really, really well. And you know, on social media, we like to highlight the one thing that we do super well. Like that's what we're putting on there. That's what we're posting about. So I keep looking at all of these things that these people do well, like their main amazing trait, going, I wish I did that one amazing trait well. But as I was scrolling, I was making this compiled list of man, I wish I had her charm. I wish I had her design sense. I wish I had her connections. I wish I had her housekeeper. Hello, (laughs) right? I wish I had her graphic designer. I wish I had her free time. And, And your list and your people that you think you wish you had might be different from mine. But if I could just pick and choose from all of these different people, all of their best traits, then I would be amazing, right? Like I would be the woman that I wanna be. And so I started to get envious and frustrated and I wasn't just like coveting, which is super gross, but I think we can easily admit that we all do this. Like, oh man, her hair looks so good. I wish I could make mine do that, right? Um, I wasn't just like doing that. I was getting kind of mad that God hadn't given me these abilities to do all of these things. Like if I had all of these great ideas and abilities, then oh my goodness, the things I could accomplish for myself and for the kingdom, right? And um, and so my question is, do you ever do that too? Do you ever scroll and go, man, if I just had that one thing. And by the end of it, you're just thinking about all the things that you can't do well. Maybe that's not you. If it is, hang around. If it isn't, hang around too. Because we're going to address a core issue with this. So I tell the Lord as I'm scrolling... I really wish I could do all of this, man. And it wasn't just like wishing I could. I started to tell God, I have a problem. I, I'm i dealing with this and I'm going to need you to do something about it. And as I was lying there, I felt like I heard God say to me, get out your phone. I'm going to tell you something important. 
And I was like, oh my goodness, he's going to tell me how to do all of these things well. I will take notes, Jesus. I have my pen and paper ready. Okay, I had my notes application open and it was ready. So I started to type what he was going to say, this grand revelation of how to be this woman that I really always wanted to be, how I'm going to manage my time and all the things. And so I said, I'm having trouble. And God said, tell me more. And so I started to tell him all the things that I was envious of and made sure to list all the people that I wanted to be just like. If I'm putting in my request, this is exactly what I want to do. And I heard God say back to my heart, oh, okay, this is an easy one. You're having difficulty being those people because you are you. Okay, anything else we can solve together? And I was like, wait, wait, wait. I think you misunderstood me. I want to be as good as them. As, as a matter of fact, I'll take the organization of fill in the blank and the style of fill in the blank and the charm of fill in the blank and the realness of fill in the blank. I'm upset because I'm unable to be as good as them in their best areas. Are, are you hearing me? And God said, mm-hmm. I said, what do you mean, mm-hmm? And he said, I-, I mean, I hear you and I understand that you're disappointed. I was like, okay, but are you going to do anything about it? Because I was ready to take notes on all of like the really great plan you had for me to fix all this. Are you going to do anything about it? He's like, about what? I was like, about all the things I'm not very good at and I want to do well. He said, oh, um, nope, your gifts aren't broken. See these other things I gave you? Yeah, they're all great. You're using them well. They're all in good condition. So nothing around here needs fixing and I think we're all set. I was like, God, you aren't hearing me. I want her gifts. God was like, "Uh uh-huh. I was like, why can't I have hers too? And he said, like any good dad, you can hear what you're asking me, right? Like you, you can hear what you're saying to me? And he said, listen carefully. If those gifts were required for you to complete what I've asked you to do, I would have given you those abilities too. And I sat a minute and I said, so you're saying I don't need them? God said, yes. And I said, and then I'm not missing out on them? And he said, correct. And that I should focus on what I can do well because those things are probably linked to what you've asked me to do. And God said, absolutely. There are two major things that I want to address in this conversation that I had with the Lord. And they go hand in hand with our last two messages. The first is that we need each other. And the second is we need the Lord. So we need each other. How does that relate to the conversation that I had with God? Well, you might be thinking, wow, that's that's an amazing conversation because I do the same thing and I want God to fix it and I want him to just give me these abilities and give me these skills and make me more organized and make me do all these things and just help, just jump in and help me become the woman that I want to be. But if God is saying that we need to focus on what we can do well because the things we do well are linked to what he's asked us to do because he's already given us those abilities in those areas. Yes, we can grow in other things, but he's already given us those abilities in those areas. Then it turns our attention and it helps us focus on who we are right now and how we can steward who we are right now in him rather than looking at everything we're not. If God wanted you to be 
X, Y, or Z, he would have already helped you on the journey to become those things. He would have already helped you become skilled in those areas. He would already be putting things inside of you to make you more X, Y, or Z. But you're not those things. And if you can turn your attention back to what you are currently, what you do well, the giftings and the traits and the characteristics that you possess as a woman made in his image, it's like a key that unlocks purpose and destiny in your life. So you might be thinking, this is great, fantastic. I will stop looking around at all the things that I don't do well and I will start looking at all the things that I do well and maybe God will show me more about what I need to be doing in my life, with my life, with my giftings. But I can't, I don't even know. Like what do I do well? This is where community comes in and is so important because people in our lives, they see things in us that we don't. They see the giftings. They see the characteristics. They see the trait. Because when we do things well, listen carefully to this. I feel like this is important. When we do things well, we don't always recognize it because it comes to us without much effort. So we don't realize that everybody else is struggling with these things. But your girlfriends or your sister or your husband or your mom or the members of your community might say, you know, Tammy, you have this amazing ability to be so adaptable to changing circumstances. You know, if I had to go through, you know, change after change, I would have never made it. But God made you so flexible. And maybe God wants to use your flexibility, right? And, you know, another another friend might say, man, you're so organized, And you might feel like the most unorganized person on the planet, but that's because your baseline level of organization is actually everybody else's high achievement. You know, like your life is actually super organized and you can see the areas that need to be organized because you are just so on top of everything else, right? So the things that we do well, we don't always recognize that we do well because we don't understand that other people don't do them well. And so I think it's important that we have community to say, you know, just just to throw the question out, hey, so-and-so, this sounds weird, but what am I good at? Like, what do I do well? What What is it about me that I can do? What do I do well? I mean, just throw that question out to the people in your life who know you best and see what answers they come up with. Because I promise they will see things in you that you don't always see. And God uses these areas. He uses these giftings. Yes, there are spiritual gifts that God gives to each of us. And that's not what we're actually talking about. I'm not talking about um, gifts. I'm talking about special qualities in us. Things that we value more than others. Our desires, our dreams, our skills. These are the gifts that I'm talking about. And God wants to use all of those. You know, he might use your crafting ability to help support your family. He might use your ability to relate to other moms or be a connector to other moms to connect to women that need to know each other in this season. He might use your interior design skills to shape an industry or to become an influencer who can put his name on display, right? God doesn't just care about the holy traits we possess, like our kindness and our gentleness. These are important, you know, the fruits of the spirit, this the fruit of his work in our lives. These are important things. But I want to throw this out here and and just let us think about it for a minute. I believe that God also cares very much about the different aspects of who we are. 
about our personalities, about the way we can impact the world around us. Because you mother, you mom all day long, but you also do so many other things to impact the world around you. And when we become so focused on like, I know this is really trivial, but her hair or the way she can throw an outfit together and not look a mess or, you know, the way that she can speak kindly to her kids even when she's frustrated, which is something we could probably all work on. But when we become so focused on all these things that everybody else does well, we take our eyes off of what God is trying to refine in us and do in us. And I believe that moms, we are the catalysts to revival in the world because of who we get to impact every single day. And the only way that we are going to have the impact that we need to make in the world around us is if we stop trying to be each other and we stand confidently in who God made us to be. So I want to take a quick break here and tell you about some resources we have available here at Revived Motherhood. You might have just stumbled on this podcast and not know that I'm an author, but I have a book available called Hope Unfolding, Grace-Filled Truth for the Mama's Heart, and it's encouragement that speaks right to where you are in whatever season of motherhood you might find yourself in. You know, I think there are some lies that we believe as moms. I'm alone. It's always going to be this way. It's all up to me. Um... I have to do this all in my own strength, but there's some truth that God wants to speak over those lies, and there are some places in our hearts that we just kind of tuck away, and He wants to bring to the front and then begin to heal. I believe that this book will be an incredible resource, and you can find it anywhere books are sold. So let's get right back into it. You know, before the break, we were talking about how if we want to know the things that we're good at, we can go to our community, but frankly, we can just ask the Lord as well. You know, that night as I talked with God and I just sort of shared my heart with him and he began to say, you know, this is what you need to do. Just focus on who I've made you to be. Our conversation continued. I began to just chat with him about some of the things that he's put in my heart, some of the things that I can do well, some of the things that he's skilled me in and equipped me to do. And I want to encourage you to have the same kind of conversation with God. And you might be thinking, I don't. I don't know. I don't really chat with God like that. Like I wish I chatted with the Lord. I wish that we had a conversational relationship like that. I just don't know how to jump in and how to do that. I believe this. I believe that conversations like I had with God where we're just talking back and forth aren't uncommon. I think they can become very regular. You know, often as we pray, we think of God as out there somewhere. You know, we know about him like... So many believers, I just, I feel compelled to say this. So many believers feel like God is like a dad who is always away on business and everybody else around them seems to know all about their dad and how great he is. And, you know, so-and-so had this one interaction with him this one time when he wasn't busy and somebody else had this other interaction and, you know, and their heavenly father did this one thing for so-and-so that one time. We know about God. But so few of us really know him intimately and personally. He's the dad who's not always gone. He's actually the dad who's waiting for you at any point in your day to sit down at your kitchen table and say, you want to talk? You want to have coffee together? Do you want to chat? Do you want to tell me what's on your heart? We can just discuss it. And I feel like it's really important here in the beginning of this podcast to address this relationship that I personally have with God 
that I feel like is available to all of us because it's so foundational to what I believe. I believe that God sits and talks and walks and talks and hangs out with us and has conversations with us because when God made man in the garden back in the very beginning, he had a conversational relationship with him. You can look it up. You can read about what God said to man and what man said back to God in Genesis. You can look through all of that. But when sin came into the world or separation between God and man occurred, this conversational open relationship where man's unlimited access to God, you know, it was broken. That conversational relationship stopped. But God sent Jesus who gave his life as a sacrifice to restore us back into right relationship with him. And this wasn't just for eternal life out there someday at the end of our lives when we die. Our eternal life was for all of those who accepted his sacrifice right now today. Today you are raised to new life. Today you have access to God. Today you can talk with him. Just like Adam walked and talked with God in the garden. Our relationship with him can be like that again. Through Jesus, we have unlimited access to God. We can talk with him and listen for his voice speaking to our hearts. And, um, you know, Jesus actually said in John 10, 27, My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. Think about Jesus. Think about Jesus in scripture. He was chatty. He told stories. He loved to teach. He loved to talk with his friends. He wasn't the silent guy in the room that's like, you all discuss and I'll chime in when I feel like it. No, Jesus was the storyteller. And the Bible, which is the measure of all truth, says that he doesn't change at all. You can find that in Malachi 3.6. So God still desires to speak to our hearts. And he had so much more to say to us than what Jesus shared on earth while he walked and talked here. And we know this is true because Jesus, with his own words, said in John 16, 12 through 15, he said this, I have so much more to say to you. He said this to his disciples before he went to the cross. I have so much more to say to you, more than you can now bear. But when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you in all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will only speak what he hears and he will tell you what is yet to come. He will glorify me because it's from me that he will receive what he makes known to you. All that belongs to the Father is mine and that's why I said the Spirit will receive from me what he makes known to you. So Jesus sent his Holy Spirit and said himself that his Holy Spirit would, in that text, he said, guide, speak, tell, and glorify him. We can learn to hear God speaking through reading the word. It's the ruler by which everything else is measured. But God continues to speak to the hearts of those who know and love him today. When the Holy Spirit came and led Jesus' friends, he spoke to them. When the Holy Spirit came, they didn't just like flip through their Bibles, right? They were living out the word that was written down for us to read. He was a speaking spirit. He guided them. He taught them. He spoke to them. He glorified Jesus in all of this. And scripture says what? It says that he doesn't change friends. And this is the same Holy Spirit who speaks to the hearts of believers today. It's the one who chats with us today. You know, sometimes God's voice comes like a feeling. 
You know, have you ever heard a person say, I just felt like I needed to call you. And then they find out something's gone on in so-and-so's life. It was the Holy Spirit wasn't just a thought, right? Someone might, else might have like a picture in their head and be praying and then and see something in their mind and then share it with another person or see in their mind what they need to do next. You know, this is God speaking to the hearts of believers in different ways. Other people have dreams. In scripture, we see that God spoke through dreams. He speaks to some in audible voices. To others, he speaks through just like this still knowing of what to do. He speaks to us in so many different ways. But I promise this, please hear me on this. He wants to speak to your heart personally. So start in his word. Listen to what Jesus sounds like when he speaks. Look for what he reveals about his character. And then as you spend time praying, listen. Because he's never going to say anything that's contradictory to what he's already revealed to be true in his word. God never says anything that's contrary to his nature. He never says to do anything that would disagree with what he reveals to be true in scripture. He is a kind father though, and he wants to talk with his kids. He want, he has nothing better to do with his life. He has nothing better to do with his time. He sent Jesus so we could have this kind of relationship with him. And every single time you chat with God about what's on your heart, you're using the gift that Jesus made available when he died. So I want you to think about this week. What do you do well? Ask your friends. Ask the Lord. Listen to the counsel of those around you because we need each other and we need the Lord because we were never meant to do it all and we were never meant to do it alone. And life is always better when we live it together. Thank you so much for joining. Please, if you have enjoyed this podcast, subscribe, leave a review, share it with your friends. I think that we're gonna start a movement here together and we're going to revive hearts and homes And it's going to begin with the heart of the mother.